Hello and welcome back. It's been another week in Oklahoma education and well technically it's the last full week in Oklahoma education. Okay, M my school's Oklahoma education, some of the students I work with with our youth group, they were out Thursday and they wanted to rub it in that I was still having to go to work. But the joke's on them because I love my job. Um, so I'm a little bit like, uh, as I said before, not ready to go. And I've had some really good moments this week with students um, just kind of talking about that. And uh, I read them. Uh, my thing I do towards the end is I read them, Oh, the Places You'll Go by Dr. Seuss. And I just, you know, let them know it was a good year. Um, I did my best to keep my promise to deliver the content in a hopefully relevant and meaningful way. You know, we had certain things we had to do by our standards of the state and from the principals, but there was nothing that said I had to like be overly like harsh or mean or um, about it. So it's kind of what I told them at the beginning of the year, like day two when I read the syllabus that, you know, I hope, I hope you can find my, you know, demeanor and humor enjoyable and we can like get through this together. And I, I feel like I kept that promise and I kept the class entertaining, enjoyable and lighthearted. And now it's just for them to decide. But I read them all the places you'll go and talk about the fact that, you know, they're all great people. Like they're all cool people. <laughs> I do have to try what I say next, and I look out across the room, like away, like three feet above anyone's head, because I don't need anyone thinking I'm talking to them directly. But after I tell them, like, they're cool people. However, some of you could have been better students from time to time. And then I very quickly follow up with, thankfully, the world isn't a 50-minute bell schedule kind of world. And so, like, you'll be fine. Some of you, that's they equate not being not liking the 50 minute bell schedule and having to switch their focus from the thing they like to the thing they don't like and then to the thing they absolutely uh, can't stand as like some problem for them. Meanwhile, in the world, if if you like something, you're working on a project for a client or you're doing something for your, your business, you don't have to stop at 50 minutes. You can go on and keep doing it. So yeah, let them know. Like they were all cool people. They are cool people. And while they could have been better students, some of them could have been better students from time to time. Well, that, that's, that's bell schedule is not going to chase them out into the world. So they'll be fine. And that I'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to bring to the world. And I think that's the thing more than, than, than anything else. I, I just wish the best for them. And this last four weeks kind of had me thinking on that. Uh, and I tell them, you know, I'm still here. You can come down and talk to me, vent, get advice. I'm not hard to find on social media, but it's like, I want to know. So keep in touch. It's an open invitation. And now where it is where it gets interesting because it always surprises me who were the ones who come back to say, hey, what's up? You know, like, hey, how's it going? What's going? Like, what are you up to? And it's just some of them, like, they didn't say much when I had them in class. They didn't do much, but like something Something landed, and they come back junior year. Some of them don't see them again until senior year. And I mean, I've had that recently in years. There's students I don't see, but it's just, I don't know, it's quirks of the schedule. Junior year is, uh, like, classes are on the other side of campus, so I don't see them. But they'll come back senior year, and you just, like, that reconnect. And you get to see them just that year, year and a half older. And it's so cool. And I, I recently kind of reconnected with a former student that way and um, went to his graduation party and got to see him. 
uh, kind of grown up and, and doing better. And uh, it was it was really cool. It's like, because he's a cool guy. Um, and maybe the school system, bell system isn't for him, but he'll be, he'll be fine in the world. And so that was, that was a kind of a, a good reminder. And then, I don't know, it seemed like there was little niggling things going throughout the week. And I was, uh, actually talking to my brother, uh, about some of that. And we were reminded of, uh, what was a phrase from that, uh, Ted Lasso show about, I don't remember what season or what episode, but basically something was going on and it was, I think Ted was overthinking something and his little, uh, his little diamond dogs, his little talk group said, chill, like you, you got to find out before you flip out, you know, stop. You, like your imagination's going crazy and what's going on and everything's the worst and what are we going to do? But it's like, whoa, 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 find out before you flip out. And that's always been kind of a, a good thing. I've also, I have a book on my shelf. I need... I want to know more, but, um, I have a book on my shelf about, uh, Michael Montaigne and like 20 questions for how to live like a life. But the author is kind of condensing him. He was like the first author to do like, uh, stream of consciousness writing essays basically. And it was back in like the 1500s. And I read the book about like the 20 questions or how to live a life. And, uh, they kept talking about how he was a cynic and he believed in cynicism. And I was like, oh gosh, what a, you know, just that sounds hateful, but it took me to be educated and realize like cynicism is kind of what find out before you flip out means. It's like, you gotta, you gotta withhold your judgment. You gotta withhold your emotions and you don't just dive in until you have more information. And I was like, Whoa, when I read that, I was like, I'm a cynic. Like that, that's how I have to try to do That's how I want to do things sometimes, but that's how I have to do that as a teacher from time to time is be cynical and not in the like, whatever kind of thing. But more in the withhold judgment. Because you do that. Students will come up to you all the time and like, oh my gosh, Master Farnham, it's the worst, that teacher or that student. And it's like, take my side, take my side, take my side. And, and I don't. And some of them can't handle that. Because it's like, well, what happened? Like, what do you mean? Like, what did they say? What did they do? Like, what did you say? What did you do with uh, the other students or with teachers? And some of them, they're just like, oh, just take my side. And like, I quickly find out they're not my people. But those who are willing to work through that and talk and explain it's like we can go places we can do things we can make improvements and i say all that because it was a little rough this week i had more than half of one of my classes were seniors and they graduated friday but i think some of them had a double triple dose of senioritis throughout the week and i had some who were like solid solid students and like interactions connections asking cur- like curiosity would drive their questions and they were just done and I could tell that on Monday and they were just uh, like not checked in, not dialed in. And it was frustrating because I had a couple knuckleheads in that class, but not that many. And all of a sudden it became a challenge. And I'm glad that withhold feelings like don't judge because don't judge it as like a personal attack. It was just them being excited about graduation and them being ready to move on. Uh, and I had to work through that. I mean, that's also the same thing. You see students doing something, fiddling under the desk. And I've been caught even this year on assuming they're playing with their phone and they were playing with like a little plushy keychain. or a colleague of mine. She got duped all the time because I think they knew it. The students, they would pull their f- case off their phone and fiddle with it. And she would lose her mind, um, kind of yelling. And then they'd be like, Oh, it's just a case. And then it's like, Oh yeah, I knew all the time. And meanwhile, you look a dang fool. And everyone knows it. And so 
it was a good reminder this week. And it's a, it's a good reminder for me as like a parent too. And as a husband, just all around, find out before you flip out. Don't let my, don't let my thoughts like go crazy and assume the worst when it may not be that way. And that, that usually takes me to uh, a good place. And more than anything, I was having some good conversations this week and it just reminded me of the sign that's behind my podium. It just says, stay worthy. And I don't know that I can point to any one thing that I said or did this year, but this week has shown me that I did it. Like I stayed worthy of their words. They come to me uh, with their joys, with their concerns. Um, I've stayed worthy of their attention. Um, they're curious and they ask questions of me. I stayed worthy. And I had a few interactions this week with students who were just very thankful for what's going on. Some of them who were like pouring out their heart with, I know sometimes we think of springtime as the season of love, but I also find that post-prom springtime is also the season of love dissolving. And sometimes and just letting them know that what they're experiencing is one, it's not weird, it's normal, it happens, but also sometimes it's like, like it's not okay in some relationships. And I'll never, this is where the difference between me as an amateur counselor and a real one, I maybe the same for real ones too, but I'll never tell them what to do. I just ask questions like, is that a thing going forward? Is that a good idea? How they treat you? Is that something that like an ongoing thing or is it something that's just happened and and what if it becomes an ongoing thing? Are you okay with that? Do you still want to be with this person? And some of them, I don't know, they're so insightful because they, they know, like they know what they need to do, where they need to go. I think sometimes they just need to be told that their thought process isn't that far off or that the fact that they're having to think about that because sometimes that scares them. Like I, they want to break up with someone. They think they need to because it's not right, doesn't feel right, but I'll be alone and what will people say and like, am I making a mistake? And sometimes it's like, no, your thoughts are valid and you're okay with that. And then, oh, about broke my heart after school uh, towards the end of the week. I had a young lady who seemed like she was just dealing with some stuff and it was rough. And I don't know, I just, it looked like there were some shenanigans with their work, but I just went over there and just like, hey, it seems like instead of, you know, focus on your work or it looks like you're cheating, it was just, I don't know, like a neutral opening line of, as I squat down, because I am a giant six foot eight teacher, squat down and just say, it seems like you're going through, having a moment, like you're going through something. And it's like, yeah. It's like, is there anything I can do? It's like, no. I'm like, okay, well, let me know if that changes. And I just leave and let them finish their work. And as they turn it in and we're kind of boohooing and I was like, are you all right? And it was like, no, and it was like a long standing back and forth with a, a someone, uh, a significant other. And, and it was just like, this sucks for them. Like, what, they're going through this, they're frustrated. And, you know, I did the usual, like, can you block them? Can you do, can you like, I know you don't want to, but maybe have you considered like deleting an account and starting over? And it's like, they've tried, they've tried, tried like, well, you have a great friend back there. Maybe you could ask them that anytime you see like message or something come through that you don't look at it and they just go to it and delete it and block it. And it was just problem solving. And in the end it was like, yeah, I've tried some of this, I've tried some of that. That's really hard. And, and in the end it was just, like, I didn't know what else to say. It was just like, that sucks. Like, I'm so sorry you're going through that. And that's when I realized, you know, they asked to go to the bathroom and we'd been talking for a while. I was like, oh, and 
you know, go ahead and go and come back. And they did. And what really got me was, you know, we finished up class, got things squared away and class was over and the classroom emptied out. And then they came back, them and their friend, and they were blubbering and bawling again. And I was like, oh no, what happened? And it was just, they came back just to tell me like, thank you. That that I listened, which part of me is like broke my heart because it's like, it's not that hard, teachers. It's not that hard to just be a human and like be willing to listen and not accuse and, and to withhold, be the good cynic and not assume the worst in your students. And she was, and what broke my heart is like, she's like, no other teacher has ever done that. Um, They usually blame me and say like this the, how I'm being treated is my fault and it's just like that's so heartbreaking like it doesn't have to be that way they're they're like us more than we like to admit and just having that real moment it was there still was nothing I could do to help them out but they were so appreciative of that and, it, and again it was just like I'm glad that I am still worthy of their words and actions and attention and curiosity and it also was bittersweet because I couldn't do anything to help her and I hope it was enough just to let her know that like it's not right it's not okay it's not your fault maybe it'll go from there but man it was it was a good week and a trying week all in one I think I'm thinking I'm experiencing an early bout of my teacher depression because I know it's all coming to an end. But man, it's been a fun ride. And this group has been a fun group. And we'll just enjoy my last three days planting seeds. And hopefully I'll see what grows. They'll come back and say, hey. And if not, I still know it made a difference. And I think that's what we need to be reminded of. We're making a difference, even if we don't always see it. We're planting seeds, we're pulling weeds, we're watering, we're fertilizing. I mean, that's all that can be asked of me. It's all that can be asked of us. Keep that in mind. And just take that right next step forward. And stay worthy. Yeah. Well, as always, have a day.